What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 149 of this podcast. As always, make sure you are listening to this episode and the rest of them at a speed you are comfortable at. I personally prefer uh, around, you know, 2x or so, but uh, make sure make sure that it's it's properly audible for you. Make sure that you're uh, able to understand what I'm saying. But at the same time, make sure that it's not too uh, slow and you know, not too boring because uh, the le- the last thing that you want is for this to be extremely drab and, you know, it'll, it'll basically make you fall asleep. So that's the intention behind that. Uh, so make sure that you do not let that happen and uh, you're, you're engaged throughout. So with that, let's get started. So as far as the exchange-wide snapshot is concerned, we're looking at minus 4,000. 44 crore net selling for the FIs and three and a half thousand about just under three and a half thousand crore buying for the DIs and again this has been going on since quite a long time where we're seeing the DIs on the buying side net buying side and the FIs on the net selling side I'm not really sure what the reason for that is but it's it's again that's what we've been seeing since the past I think it's going to be three weeks now so uh, that as far as the market cap is concerned, it's it's gone up, it's come up significantly from what it was yesterday. So that's a good sign. And uh, the AD ratio is at 0.44, which is fine. It's uh, you know it's it's again somewhere in the middle. It's not too negative, uh, but it's certainly not uh, that positive either. 583 gainers for the day. And 1,315 losers with 105 unchanged stocks. So that's what we're seeing on, uh, you know, on the broad market indices front. We're looking at all the indices being negative, um, not by a lot though. So we've been seeing some pretty negative days in terms of like minus 5%, minus 7%, and so. Uh, this was more of a minus two, two and a half percent, which is still negative when you compare it to. Uh, you know, the normal days which we've seen, uh, but nowhere near as bad as what uh, things have be- uh, things have been lately. Uh, so that's what we're seeing. VIX, of course, above 60 this time. It's closing 62.93. So that's quite high. 63.44 was the day's high. So really not that good. Really not too, uh, you know, confidence-inspiring. Not Not ideal for the option buyer. And uh, again, you 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 learn more about that in the indices segment because it it was terrible today. So as far as the sectoral indices are concerned, we're looking at again a relatively negative day. Pharma and FMCG going up. In, coincidentally, yesterday last night itself, I was thinking about why FMCG stocks are going down uh, because. In the time of you know panic buying and such, in the time where people are hoarding stuff, this is actually the best time to have an FMCG stock, to have an FMCG company because your sales are going to be through the roof, and you're going to see more sales, like more sales in a short period than you've ever seen before because people are trying to hoard up stuff. So, 
I was just thinking about that and today FMCG is up by 0.9%, Nifty FMCG. Nifty Pharma is also up 0.28%, not by a lot, uh, but a fair bit. So that's what we're seeing here. Apart from that, most of the other indices are down and by an amount which is far greater than what the broad market indices are down. So that's something to consider. As far as the fixed income uh, indices go, they're all down today. Uh, unlike you know what we've been seeing the, these past few days where they, they're up when the rest of the market is down. This time they are also down with it. Possibly uh, you know something to do with the fact that the market was strong uh, at the start. I believe plus one and a half percent or so. But then it sort of slipped back. So possibly that might be the reason why we're seeing, uh, you know, that inverse correlation not 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 holding true this time. Uh, so that's what we're seeing on, uh, you know, that front. Coming to the 52-week highs and lows, a lot more securities hitting their 52-week lows today. So 341 compared to the 200 and something yesterday. Uh, so that's that's something to keep in mind. In terms of the highs, we're looking at two same stocks here, GK Wires and Ruchi Soya. And there's a new entrant, so it's GSK Consumer. And uh, that's also hitting its 52-week high. 3.26% up today, which is a good sign. And coming to the lows, we're looking at you know the standard culprits which are there, which have been here since a long time, I think. Uh, it's a solid week plus that they've been featuring on this list non-stop. Uh, of course, some some here and there is going to be there, but for the most part, they're all the same. As far as the bulk deals are concerned, we're looking at relatively or roughly the same, uh, you know, culprits here as well. R roughly the same stocks uh, such as Eibel Housing Finance, uh, Just Style is your emphasis is your emphasis, Pharma, I think. And uh, yeah, I mean, again, most of these are being purchased by. Uh, what looks like asset management companies and brokers and such there's just one person one individual or other two individuals who are you know bulk deals as individuals not as uh, companies corporates so that's something to consider shopper stop had their block deal today i think it's the second time shopper stop has had a bulk deal uh, in in the past few weeks and uh, this time it was being transferred from Palm Shelter Estate to Capstan Trading, and I think that I think that the the previous time it was Palm Shelter Estate only, which had bought it back, but I really can't be too sure. As far as the shorts are concerned, Asian Pay and HDFC Bank, Kotak Bank, all initiated on 9th March, so I really don't know why that data is so lagging, but that's what we're seeing here. And that's pretty much it as far as, you know, the equity markets are concerned. And I'll talk about crude and FX in a bit. So crude appears to be relatively flat compared to what we saw it, uh, you know, compared to the moves that we saw yesterday. Uh, yesterday, again, it was around 7 or 9% or something. Uh, and this time it's just roughly where it's at, you know, 0.38% up for WTI crude and Brent crude is down 0.95% so really not a lot just 30 cents and uh, 9 cents is is what the absolute moves are which really isn't a lot if you think about it it's at 28.79 for WTI and 31.39 for Brent uh, which again it's it's really not that lot uh, so it's 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 right where it was yesterday pretty much 
as far as FX is concerned, it 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 opened down, it opened with a massive gap down, and from there it was able to regain yesterday's level, which is not really a good sign because it shows that uh, you know the rupee is not not willing to appreciate. Not really a good sign again, uh, but. In, you know, considering all that's going on, it's possibly uh, not not too shabby either, if if you ask me. So that's what we're seeing. Is it's actually closing right at that previous uh, close, uh, looks like. So that's what we're seeing on the INR front. As far as the global markets are concerned, and I'm glad that I'm recording this slightly late, uh, because typically these global markets are always either short or they haven't opened yet when I record these episodes. So it's a bit hard to give you that uh, info as well. But this time, fortunately, they are open. Unfortunately, though, they do not look that good. You know, it's it's really more of a negative, uh, you know, open here it looks like. FTSE is at 0.67 down, which is a pretty decent recovery. If you ask me, Nasdaq is 0.83% down. Uh, we're looking at Jakarta Composite down 0 uh, 4.99%, not 0.499. So that's that's not really a good sign. SGX Nifty is is relatively flat-ish, 0.38% down is where it is closed. So that's what we're seeing. Again, not really that positive at all. Uh, but far from the most negative days that we've seen last week, which is which is an okay sign. And uh, now let's let's move on to the indices segment, which is where we'll talk more about uh, you know Nifty and Bank Nifty. All right, so Nifty closed two and a half point uh, two and a half percent down down 230 points, closing below 9,000. At 8,967, not really a good close if you ask me. The day's high was in 9,400, day's low was 8,900, so around a 500 point range for the day. Uh, so that's that's what we're seeing, uh, you know, on Nifty. And in terms of the ADR for Nifty, we saw 16 advances, which is which is actually crazy high. I, I really did not expect this number to be this high. So 16 advances and of course the top on that list is Yes Bank and it's at it's at 59 uh, 59 rupees right now it's also up 59% so it's very very interesting to see uh, where uh, where Yes Bank is at Hindustan Unilever is the next gainer up 3.09% at 2000 again a very very good. Uh, you know, sign for HUL. Of course, uh, FMCG index was possibly, um, you know, pulled up thanks to HUL as well. Aisha Motors is the next positive stock. In fact, I feel that uh, auto stocks, a lot of these auto stocks, especially Maruti, has held its ground pretty well. Maruti is at 5600 exact LTP. And before this massive crash happened, it was right around those 60, 100, 60, 200 levels. So in terms of how massive the fall has been, it's really not that bad, especially when we compare it to Tata Motors, which has lost around 100 rupees from its 180 rupees uh, level. It's at 77 rupees right now. Uh, so that's what we're seeing. Z Limited down 20%, not really a good sign at all. 
but then again it's been on this losing side since quite some time indusind bank 603 i remember indusind bank uh, us talking about indusind bank sustaining above 1500 and 1600 and such now it's at 600 so that's quite a massive significant fall that we are seeing um, you know with indusind bank and yeah i mean as far as bank nifty is concerned two advances 10 declines far better than what we've been seeing in the past because in the past again we've seen just one advance which is yes bank or no advances uh, but this time bank of baroda has joined yes bank it's at 64.65 which is really not that good especially since it was uh, 100 plus not not so long ago uh, but that's what we're seeing up one and a half percent and as far as the losers are concerned, again, Indusind Bank, top loser, ICICI Bank, right up there, 8.92% down. Fed Bank also down, IDFC First Bank is down. IDFC First is just 25 rupees right now, which is crazy. Uh, Kotak Bank is also down. So a lot of these heavyweight banks which are there uh, down in the ditch, SBI down 4.23%, HDFC down 233 HDFC is below 1,000 right now. It's pretty crazy if you think about it. So that's what we're seeing on the banking side, and uh, yeah, I mean, let's let's come coming to uh, you know the intraday chart of Nifty. We're looking at a very very neat M pattern being formed here, and you know the the open for the day was a gap up, so that was kind of a surprise because I was really not expecting a, a gap up. It 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 fell down very sharply, so it sort of went down took support at, uh, at approximately 9,000 and from there it gained pretty steeply uh, and it made a new high, it retraced for a bit, made another new high right around 9,400 or so and from there it retraced roughly back to the previous close which is where it got some good support and when it took support at that previous close I, I was under the impression that possibly the market is uh, you know, more bullish than expected. At this time, it was, uh, you know, and after this, it was possibly 1%, 1.5% in the green. But then FTSE opened, and FTSE opened around 2.5% up. So I was expecting a strong move. However, FTSE fell flat very, very soon. It plummeted, it plummeted you know, very badly uh, because within a matter of a few minutes, it, it was down 2.5%. And as a result, we saw a very relentless fall of Nifty uh, around after 2.30 or so is where it was just unwilling to, uh, you know, take support at any level, despite the buyers and the sellers being uh, on more on the bullish side of things. Despite more buyers coming in, it was just it was just going down. So really not a good sign. Coming to the daily chart though, uh, it it shows that the market is definitely going down. It's making a high, it's lower it's it's a lower high and a lower low. It's still within the range that we saw on uh, on Friday. But perhaps if these if if you know if how the market is moving continues then I would really not uh, rule out the possibility of us seeing a low lower to what was created on Friday. So possibly sub 8,500 levels might be possible if this continues, uh, but we really can't say for sure. A lot of it depends on what the update is and what you know the progress is overnight. Uh, if you ask me about the corona situation, 
I think that it's reached a point where people know that overnight it's not going to change by that much unless there is a cure which has been created. Uh, but apart from that, you know, things things might change. Corrective action taken by the government uh, might move, uh, you know, the markets in in uh, a positive direction as well. Again, that's that's just a chance one can hope. Uh, but what happens can only be said uh, tomorrow in the pre-open session. So I'd personally wait till that before, you know, coming to any conclusions or saying that, hey, you know, this is where I feel things uh, things are headed. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's my take on the markets as a whole. Yesterday, I'd mentioned that there's a massive uh, change in OI on the 10,000 call for Nifty. So initially, it did appear to, uh, you know, hold true where the market was fairly positive you know creating new highs and such but after FTSE opening it it really did not make sense and even if you had held on uh, to a 10,000 call you would have lost more in the theta decay than you would have made you know in terms of the price move so possibly not the best idea to carry forward far OTM options on these days in fact uh, today is a day where the OTM option really burned me uh, as well so not really a good thing. Uh, today though, we're seeing 9,000 put having a massive OI change. We're seeing uh, just just a massive open interest on the, the 9,000 put buying side. So that's that's something to consider as well. And we're also seeing a massive uh, you know OI on 10,500 calls. So possibly you know that is the range that we should expect in terms of whether it breaks out of there or whether it goes down from there another uh, another oi thing that i can see once again 10000 call massive oi so not really sure how it's placed right now because yesterday it did not particularly work so i'd personally not go by this alone uh, but it does give you an idea of where uh, you know the bulk of the orders are at where most of the people are at uh, where they've put in their money as far as the FNO side is concerned. So that's my take on Nifty and its options. Coming to Bank Nifty, uh, if I can just change the chart here. Intraday moves were kind of similar to Nifty. Again, that M pattern is there, but it was more distinct as far as uh, Nifty is concerned. Here with Bank Nifty, we can see that the resistance was pretty terrible. In fact, it's showing better signs of support than nifty so it's possible that nifty is the one which actually dragged nifty uh, dragged bank nifty down and uh, the moving averages seem to be working reasonably well again even on the three minute chart uh, the moving averages were working brilliantly and uh, that is what it made me feel that possibly there are a lot of day traders and there are a lot of scalpers in this market which are going from one tiny support to the next tiny resistance and that might be true as far as bank nifty's daily chart is concerned very similarly placed uh, to nifty in fact one could mistake this for nifty's chart very very easily it's that similar so that's what we're seeing with uh, with nifty and bank nifty let's move on to my trades and some observations now So I took a few trades today, 10,000 call, 10,000 uh, 10, call and 9,800 call and the entries in them were all right. I'm sure that they could have been better. 
the net day was a loss. The net result was a loss. But uh, I think the biggest issue here uh, with me was not exiting in time and not just greedily taking my profits. And this is something I think I'd mentioned uh, last Thursday or last Wednesday where I'd said that I think these are the markets where you need to be greedy. Greedy in the sense that you need to take whatever profits you're getting and get out because had I just accepted the profits that I was getting, I would have ended the day in uh, in in the green. However, because I wanted to build on those profits, because I wanted to make sure that I'm invested in the move uh, or in a larger move if it happens, that is where I really took a beating. So, if that is something which uh, you know which is which which sort of reduces, uh, then then we're then we're probably looking at better days. And that would be my uh, my lesson also for the day that these are the kind of markets that where if you're getting a profit, just take it and get out. Otherwise, you lose that profit. And within a matter of seconds, within a matter of a few ticks, it might just uh, turn negative for you. And I feel that today the option prices were even weirder than usual because my option, which was giving me uh, probably 5 to 10 rupees, uh, 5 to 10 points went down by a solid 20 to 30 points even though the market was going up and sure this is the problem with a lot of OTM options but this is not something which we've seen uh, yesterday of course as time to expiry gets closer as the probability of it expiring in the money reduces this is going to happen but the pace at which it fell was really quite shocking in fact Today was definitely the option seller's day in my opinion because had you been an option seller even though you would have been directionally incorrect in selling you know naked calls or puts you would have still made money and again that is not something that we've seen in the past where when you're doing naked option writing you need to be directionally accurate. However that was not the case you could have sold uh, you know for example a 10,000 call when the market was going up and you would have still made money, you could have sold, uh, you know, a possibly a put when the market was going up, you could have still made money and things were just really weird today. But then again, you know, when the VIX is at 63 almost, it it's kind of expected. And yeah, that's what we saw. The overall moves extremely choppy. I, I don't think I've seen moves this choppy and this uh, indecisive yet. And... The day was such that you you get into an order, next tick your stop loss would be hit if you keep a stop loss, next tick your target would be hit if you if you would have not let the stop loss trigger. So some extremely choppy days where the market just makes new lows, uh, the option goes 30 points down and the underlying suddenly recovers. I think possibly in terms of how the trading day was, not in terms of the PNL but how the trading day was. Definitely one of the roughest ones that I've seen so far uh, because just not moving in any direction whatsoever unless you were, uh, you know, playing with a future where you long a future or you short a future with a, a relatively wide stop loss, there really wasn't a way for you to make big money unless you get into those expensive ATM options or ITM options, which are ridiculously pricey at this point. So I'm expecting those to correct by a fair bit as well. Uh, but again, that's that's just how these options work. 
so that 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 that's what that was my trade for the day and again my lesson for the day was is to be greedy with your profits if you're getting profits take them leave get out of the position otherwise you will not get to enjoy those profits trust me i've been seeing this since the past 3 days this was the third day where had i had today had i exited as greedily as i did on the past uh, since the past 2 days i would have made money i was not as greedy i thought that I've gone with the greedy option uh, these past two days. Let me ca- try catching the bigger move. Tried catching it, failed miserably. So keep that in mind. And I think that you could possibly scalp a few points here and there in this market, and you would be fine. So again, that risk is going to be higher. But if you if you want to play in such markets, you you're gonna have to take more risks. So that's my take on how the markets move today. That was my lesson for the day. That's also it for this episode. Hope you found this helpful and informative. Happy trading tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday, not just the the Thursday expiry quite yet, but do expect moves to be, uh, you know, very wild in terms of how the option prices will move again. Because just one day away from expiry, if you're looking at a 500 point or a 600 point OTM option, be very cautious. It might just not move. It might move negatively regardless of how uh, the underlying moves. So. That's my take on it. See you in the next one. Happy trading.